Hello. Well, hello. Can I speak to Shane from Ghost um, Keeper? Shane's in the bathroom, but you can speak to me until he gets out. <laughs> well, that sounds Sarah. great. Who might this be? Okay. Sarah. Oh, hey, Sarah. How's it going? This is Scott. I'm calling from the interview show. Oh, okay. So yeah. Shane's in the washroom. What are you yeah. up to? Um, not too much. We're just uh, chilling out in our hotel room in uh, here in Vancouver. It's nice, yeah. It's like a balcony, and uh, we're in Davie Street area. I think it's the gay district. So there's a little bit of color. Yeah, there's some rainbows. Seen <laughs> some rainbow flags flying. Nice, uh, nice. But, uh, yeah, well, the the man himself is is just stepped out of his office, so you would like to speak to him. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Is this Shane? Better believe it. Hey, how's it going? Hi. Are you are you feeling? Relieved now? <laughs> yeah, man, definitely. I saw her, I saw her sitting in the stands, so I wonder and wonder to that haunted land called romance. Holding hands and dance and shit like that, right? Well, it's a good, good thing I had my youth. I could, could have only been a 12 or so. Oh, oh. There's much to learn of which I've no concern. Ah, just for the Too lonely. Now I'm from the west, the far northwest. I'm here for the money. I do confess I'm living close to my I'm running a chainsaw. I'm cutting trees for the G's. But don't you judge me, girl. I just might be getting ready for you. You ready, baby? documenting the first time I laid these eyes on Sarah Lua when we were kids. I think, as the song says, I must have been around 12 or so. And I was at a rodeo in Paddle Prairie, Métis Settlement, just south of, the, of high level, the town that I grew up in. Because my mom made my dad move out of Paddle so that I can go to school in town. So I became like the ghost keeper townie, you know. And uh, so I rolling on weekends or visits, that sort of thing. And uh, I remember being at this hot July dusty rodeo, hanging out at the, con- at the concession along these like 
the railings into the chutes and up facing out to the, the rodeo grounds and I remember my eye being caught by this long haired girl in these baggy like punk rock skater type attire and saw her gorgeous face and was mesmerized watched her for you know the remainder of the rodeo kind of deal and never saw her again in my life never introduced myself that sort of thing I was too shy didn't have didn't have the, uh, the courage yet and uh crazy enough like what would it be over 10 years later I was 20 years old when I met Sarah for real and made my move and haunted the story of all those years of having that carrying that memory of her image with me wow no we we um we had kind of a different drum beat for it, and then we changed it in the studio. So the drum beat on the record was written in one of our recording sessions. So um, that was kind of it was nice. It was a nice way to work with it, and just to change it all around because it just wasn't really sounding right or working. And yeah, it made it just it kind of made a whole different tone, different feeling for the song. So. Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host, and today I have Shane, and I also have Sarah from Ghostkeeper. I'm going to have a little bit of a he said, she said scenario happening on the interview show. So we're talking to Shane right now. Hello, Shane. Thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no worries, no worries. Now, I hear that your name is Shane Ghostkeeper. Is that your real name? Yeah, because I'm in the band Ghostkeeper. Yeah, yeah, but is it sort of like... Uh, you know, is it sort of like the Donnas, where everybody's called Donna, but they're not really Donna? <laughs> no, that's my my real last name. Wow, that is the I'm coolest a, last name ever. I'm a, well, I'm a, genu- a genuine BFI. I don't know if you know that. I have no idea what that means. I'm, I'm a genuine big fucking Indian. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear pin drop after you said that. <gasps> You can just use BFI. Okay, I'll just say BFI. That will keep me um, in the good books with everybody out there. (laughs) Okay. When I was doing research for this, I thought for sure that maybe you guys were named after the Canadian exploitation film of the 80s, The Ghost Keeper. Right, right. I wish. Are you guys a fan of the film? Yeah. We hope to, like, play this show along with the feature film one of these days. It's in the works. Nice. I think that would be a great team-up. Exciting. Yeah. Okay, we're going to have to stop talking over each other because that's horrible. So I'm going to just pull back, and if there's a space, it's okay. So in celebration of that film, I would love it if you could introduce the rest of the band in the order you want them to be killed off in a horrible band horror film, and then you can say how how they die. If you can say how they die, that would be great. (laughs) Okay. Scott Monroe on bass, definitely the first dude up to take the challenge. And... He gets off. But how, though? Does he get, like, his head chopped off? What happens? Uh, he, uh, he gets seduced to death by the monster. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, yeah, and is um, seduced into the other side by the great, like, goddess. Which the monster shows him. Okay, so next up? Next up is our wizard, Jay Crocker, on guitar. Battles with some mean licks, and uh, fizzles 
into dust before the monster and to never return. <laughs> okay, next guy. <laughs> uh, Brad Hawkins on sound and modular synth. He, uh, he's our, our um, top Indian leg wrestler. And he battles the monster and challenges him in a leg wrestle. But, <laughs> but he rips his legs apart and he gets a, um, a groin strain and has to leave for physio. Yikes, okay. Next. Next, Sarah Hool on drums. <laughs> um... She perishes only to get to heaven before me to, <laughs> to, to make my bed for me. Aww. <laughs> my name is Shane. I went to Band Ghost Keeper, and you're listening to the interview show. Oh, yeah. 
the recording process of it anything you know any detail that someone listening to the song can be like oh wow there was a coyote in the background oh well, that that's not the meaning of that song it was written for shane's uncle who passed away it, it's um always kind of carried like a, a lot of emotion in that respect because it's um in his honor so that's a that's that song it's pretty uh yeah, it's just pretty important in, in the way that you're honoring somebody who's passed on. By morning is a special tribute to my late uncle, who was uh, basically my favorite uncle. He, he was the youngest in my mom's family. Um, so he was, I think, in his early 20s when I was born, or even a teenager still. And uh, so, he, you know, I'd spend a lot of time hanging with him, driving in his trans ams and listening to rock and roll and uh, learning kung fu watching bruce lee movies that sort of thing and uh, he passed away i think when i was 16 just when i started just when i got my first guitar around there and uh so he was something that i've been carrying with me his memory his uh, lessons and coolness and uh yeah, it's a tragic, it's a tragic story. <laughs> My name is Shane. I'm with the band Ghostkeeper, and you're listening to the interview show. So I wanted to talk a little bit about your inspirations. I was reading that one of the inspirations for your music was Pavement and a hit of LSD. So I was wondering if you could talk a little bit more about that relating to Ghostkeeper music. <laughs> well, I think this one particular moment, when the first time I've ever partaked in and acid. One of my good old buddies named Dustin Cole from up north in high level. I happened to be in Slave I was visiting him in Slave Lake. It's north of Edmonton a couple hours. And uh so we, we get that shit on the go and then uh he puts on pavement to Terra Twilight and I was blown away by the modern ideas and the ambition and the aesthetic and uh, the changing parts and the collage and that sort of thing. And uh um, it just uh, inspired me to decide to start writing tunes. I was never really writing any songs at that point until I heard that, and I was like, I felt like I should get off my ass and contribute a little to the evolution of modern pop songwriting. Nice. Well, I'm glad you jumped in, because I was listening to your music today, and wow, I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Um, my name's Sarah. I'm from the band Ghostkeeper, and you're listening to the interview show. Great. I would love it if you could be like, <laughs> sound like, like you're a little bit happy to be on the show. Like, you know, okay, hi, I'm okay. Sarah. All right, all right. Okay, I don't usually do interviews because I get stressed out. Um, okay, hi, my name's Sarah. <laughs> wait, wait. No. Okay. <laughs> this is really. My name's Sarah. I'm from the band Ghostkeeper. You're on the interview show. And I'm on the interview. Wait, no. <laughs> wait, wait. Sure, sure. That's great. But hold on. Don't, don't leave yet, Sarah. Because the other thing I wanted to ask is I read that sometimes you are a painter 
And I also read that sometimes your visuals provide inspiration for the band. So I would love to get you to talk about that. And then, of course, I'll ask Shane. Um, well, I've, I've done a, a, a few different paintings that have um, ended up inspiring lyrics for a song. And um, we're, the one we're working on right now is called The Horse Chief War Thief. And last year I did a series of, of paintings based on this um, mythical tribe of horse chief war thieves, these gigantic horses. Um, so that's, that's kind of like one example, I guess, of how we work together with visuals. So there's a, yeah, there's a lot of artwork for that one song. <laughs> cool. That, I, I'm fascinated when other forms of art inspire different forms of art if that makes any sense you know what I'm saying like two seemingly unrelated forms of art inspire each other I think that can be a great thing and I love to hear about it yeah it's uh, that's basically uh one of the ways that we we can get going with the ideas is just get get something uh something fresh happening just overlapping the different mediums okay I was talking to Sarah earlier about this I've also read that she's a painter and that sometimes Mm -hmm. her paintings provide inspiration for the band's music and I would love to hear you talk about that yeah mostly um, she's always creating these characters with lately watercolor paints now that I've been getting to use for inspiration and they always end up involving some sort of story or legend she's working on or I'm working on or that we dream about and they always end up being able to conjure up certain moods by way of guitar phrasing and vocal phrasing and the lyrics and the stories kind of fall into place from there. Nice, nice. That sounds really great. Yeah, I guess it's basically a tool, I guess, of mine to have her visuals there for me to meditate to, I guess, on the guitar and vocals. Cool, cool. So I'm getting a picture of you sitting in a room looking at these paintings and just with an instrument and going for it. Is that how it happens? Yeah, just like that, yeah. Cool. I think you guys should do a concert like that. That would be awesome. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, we're well. We're always well. We're, she's working on ideas for for projections and, and videos and that sort of thing. So, <laughs> my name is Shane. I went to Band Ghostkeeper, and you're listening to the interview show. <laughs>
My name is Shane, I'm with the band Ghostkeeper, and you're listening to the interview show. Alright, so every article that I've read about you guys makes a big deal about the fact that you and Sarah came from the far, far, isolated north. Yeah, we are genuine children of the great northern muskeg. You're on behalf of the Métis folks in northern Alberta. <laughs> right on. I just, you know, when I'm talking to you, when I talk to anybody who's part of like a, you know, a so-called minority, I don't like to, I try not to ask questions that focus on that because, <laughs> you know, I try to make it about the music and sure, right. the music is informed by where you come from, but, you know, I, you know, I try to like make that not a thing. I appreciate it. It but, gets really annoying, like having that be the angle, like the, the publicity angle, you know, like it's really annoying. Now... I've never seen the Aurora Borealis, so I was wondering if you could tell me your best moment under the Aurora. Oh, it's amazing. And uh, you whistle. You take the time to sit back, stare, and whistle at them, and they, they dance for you and come down close. It's brilliant. It's amazing. It's magic. Beautiful, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, I'm going to be... Check it out someday. Uh, yeah, definitely. It's on the list. It's on the list. Um, my name's Sarah... I'm from the band Ghostkeeper, and you're listening to the interview show. Absolutely. Now, how about as a little bit of a switch up? Like, I'll talk to Shane in a second, but before that, how about we get Sarah to pick the last song, and uh, you can talk a little bit about it, and then when Shane comes on, I will ask him a little bit about it. Okay, so you have Haunted and By Morning, and one more song. Um, I The first one I thought of would, was Metis Running. Um, Oh, actually, let's do Well, Well, Well. Okay, yeah. Well, Well, Well is one of my favorite songs to play. It's just, uh, it's, it's just so, it's always raw. It's always really crazy, and I don't know, no, don't say crazy. It's, it's just, um, I don't know, it's like a collage of, of parts put together with different tempos and stuff like different changes going on all the time and so yeah that's well 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 oh wait but Shane's going to talk about it <laughs> my name is Shane I'm with the band Ghostkeeper and you're listening to the interview show now the last song on the show Sarah's already picked it oh. well 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 mm-hmm. and to well, just to because well, you've been talking a lot of per- personal stuff and I appreciate it but I can also appreciate you might not want to go there every time but you can't talk about you know like the writing or the creation of the song in terms of like instruments Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, well, and Well, Well, Well is just pretty much lighthearted anyway. It's just like my comedic, political um, relief. I mean, like, uh, I've never considered myself a victim as a as an Aboriginal. Um, and those are like the family values that I grew up with. There is no poor me or this and that or, or using the racism as an excuse, even though it might have been there but just the idea of not allowing your ego to get in the way and, and to label yourself as a victim 
So it's just laughing about about you know the the be all and end all Caucasian educational system being ridiculous in my mind. That's the song about. But most excitingly is that how it was recorded, the Jay's idea and his uh, amazing anticipation with with the experimental recording venues. And we started it off with recording the reverb vocal in the bottom of a, the marble case stairwell at the Calgary City Building in an elevator. And we he had like hooked up the elevator man who still operates the elevator and he let us gave us an hour to work with to get down there and record a full length vocal with one mic at the bottom of the stairwell and another one up like three flights up and from that we took that track which was recorded on this portable like this 1980s portable Tascam cassette recorder like a six track I think and we brought that back to the studio dumped that back down onto the tape machines and then recorded the guitars and the drums and the real vocal along to that <laughs> so it was a complete reverse process which made it completely fun and crazy and sporadic which totally suits the, the motif of the song
confusa 